hello, my name is Sexit, and today we will talk about some pretty good things that I think uh, not many people mention. And I think a podcast is not the best way to portray my emotions, but the best way I have right now. You know, I don't have that much uh, money or you know resources to make videos for YouTube or shit like that. So I'll do what. I've been doing for the last 10 years of my life, and I will explain everything I have on my mind by my words. Now, uh, let's begin with a quick introduction. Uh, lately, I've been watching some series and some anime. You know, I I like that stuff. I mean, sometimes you need fresh air. You know. From all that Hollywood cliche crap, and I think it is okay, you know, to go to another place in the world to see media that don't actually concerns you, to find inspiration or something like that. Um, and I noticed that there are some pretty big quality series out there, and to it's. It's true to be told, there are low-quality series out there. So, I'm going to parade a little bit to uh, you guys about a something that I discovered in this series. Um, that a comic book or a book, a normal book, book uh, can have a lot of Popularity, but when they are in translation to a series or to an anime, things can get lost in the way. In the way, you know. Um, for example, uh, I get that a lot of people like Naruto. Uh, it's a pretty big series, you know. And I love Naruto. I mean, that little orange. It's not orange. It's a yellow-headed son of a bitch. It's pretty good at it, you know. Pretty good ninja and stuff. I'd seen Naruto like four times the first season, until the final fight with Sasuke and things. And the quality of the first season of Naruto is amazing. Like the animation in the first episodes was sublime. Uh, it had so much, so much motion and so much weight to everything they did, and every single like upgrade they get in the way to the ninja path, you know, it feels like something is building up for later. Then half of season comes by, and you encounter. This great fight that I love so much. Um, I think it's half the season, half the season. Yeah, the fight between Gara and Lee. And I hate that fight. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love that fight in a fighting sense, but not in a writing sense. Why? Because <clears throat> let's say this. So you create a character. Right, that you are so proud of because you show it everywhere you can. 
then you create an antagonist that you show to people uh, because you know you want this antagonist to be the main villain of an arc so let me take some water so what you do is this new character that you just introduced to the series you prove that he's been busting his ass off to fight to the main villain you know uh, with all he has the main villain is someone that never got into fist fight never I mean Gara has never been touched by fist almost never because you know he's not like a fighter like in ninjutsu no, 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 in Taijutsu, you know, style. So, you know, he never got even a bruise on his head on, or on his body. And you put, you put these two characters together in a fight, you know. You start, they start fucking clapping each other's ass cheeks, you know. And in one moment, only one of the characters has actual contribution to the fight and I mean Lee in the half fight goes on and you can see clearly like he's so fast so strong he breaks the floor with one of his footsteps I mean and he hits Gara like directly into the torso with a kick with a punch so many times during that fight and the only thing I saw was Lee winning and at the end of the fight this character that you introduced that you developed that you showed that had so much potential you know he just trained every day because he wanted to be in the best ninja in Taijutsu as possible what you do is literally just tire him like oh no I'm too tired I can't go on and then guard is just like oh I will kill you with my sand tentacle like, oh, come on man I mean that boy was so unfair it actually got me almost in tears when I was like how how old was how old was I I was like like 12 years old, 10 years old, or something like that. And I was like, come on, man, you, you can do that. Come on, that, that's not good writing. I was 10 years old, and I already knew that that was not <laughs> good writing. Come on, man. And then I kept watching Naruto. And I don't want this, I don't want this podcast to become all Naruto, but we will get there, Philippi. Um, and then fight Choji versus the fat guy that transformed into a bigger and better guy uh, came and I was like whoa Choji's a beast come on man you can, he's, he's this son of a bitch clapping ass cheeks and then I was like I hope Choji, Choji just goes on into the series man I want to see him like go like train i want to see him develop i want to see him grow and 
then with Shikamaru, I mean, even before Choji fight, I mean, Shikamaru versus Tamari it was such a great fight, you know. So much strategy put into the mental stress of this young boy that always want to people older than him. And he just gives up because he's too tired to be like frustrated with another fight that he knows is is pointless. I love it. I love that character. That is character development. And like at its peak, we know the personality that Shikamari shows and he's not afraid to show it. That is great. Um so so I was saying but then you know the series kept going the finale of the season game and that beast all, all those characters like Shikamaru uh, like Shiba uh, Joji Lee even Lee I mean were all like too powerful to be kids you know like they were top tier um, and even the like their master said like I remember Kakashi saying wow Lee's so fucking strong How, guy what the fuck did you do to him he's so fucking strong this is this has no fucking way of being and guy was like was like smug with a smile on his face and just like oh yeah I tried to train that son <laughs> I trained that son of a bitch I I, I assure you, I, I was there. I, I just made him bust a nut every single day, just by training along. Uh, it was so fun to see the expression of Guy Sensei, you know. Um, so as we go on, uh, we will discover the. I get pretty pissed when a character just gets abandoned like that so let's begin with the second part of the podcast this was an introduction for what I wanted to say and the next part of the podcast will be me berating about everything <laughs> like literally everything go fuck yourself I, I don't know even I don't even remember the name of the writer I was was it Kishimoto I think fuck you Absolutely no time after uh, the first part, the first part of this of this podcast, I will drink some water. Ah, let's go, let's fucking go, and I will start my berating. Um, the thing I have is season finale came and all these characters were the well 
they were so well developed um they started getting so nerfed you know like lee lee got wrecked in the only fight that we saw him in and then he games and drinks alcohol you know it, it was supposed to be a technically a, a power up but it's not because lee is just that strong the thing is alcohol just kills pain because he just came out of the surgery and you know Gara just destroyed his arm and his legs so he got so badly injured so and Lee versus Kimimaro was one hell of a fight Lee just punches Kimimaro to the helm back and again Lee is unable to finish his rival and I was like come on you can't be serious like the guys right there make Lee do something come on I mean this is the guy that you are trying to technically portray as uh, one of the strongest fire of every single junior now there because um Ganon I mean out there because uh, he trains so hard but you don't actually care about it um but it was a decent fight I gotta say it, it was a decent fight and after guard comes uh, to help him and they technically lose against Kimimaro because yeah he dies but he dies almost winning so yeah <laughs> it is a little like complicated to say if he could have won yes but but he was not capable of sustaining that much that much power you know it's like Uh, hunter hunter when you use too much nan you know or you know an athlete when he uh, stress too much his muscles and he just has a heart attack or something like that so i get you know um so then sh the thing the, the reason we made this introduction is because i'm going to talk about shippuden right now And let's talk about how Shippuden just changes everything. Um, Shippuden is everything I don't like in an anime. Why? There's a reason why. The first like 30, 40, 50 chapters of Shippuden were so great, man. It was so much potential to series like yeah yeah I know there are a lot of good shonens out there but uh, Shippuden was Naruto man we were expecting so much good shit then hundred episodes hundred oh fuck hundred episodes later we get a lot of fights like 
that don't actually make sense no. because people are getting are getting so many power-ups you know uh, just by doing nothing like you know everyone starts unlocking the sharing them and the Amaterasu Francesca you know the Magekyo and wow Susano wow so many spiritual weapons whoa yes it's cool and all but man what kind of training is that that's not power up that's just you know a I have the genetics kind of power up you know like Goku yeah Goku is great but he transforms into Super Saiyan because he's a Saiyan oh yeah because I have him the genetics you know so I can do it no it's not like that that shouldn't be always that should never be the case when you're trying to power up something if you're going to establish that a character is OP do it from episode one like right now like I started doing a comic book my my main character will be OP as fuck because I want to show that you know this guy has no potential anymore he's already established as the strongest being you know if you're going to do that do it I mean you want to see progression do progression as it should be done give a motivation because you know every single character motivation this series is just like nuts like nuts actual nuts like Naruto is like I wanna I wanna rescue Sasuke and Sasuke is like I wanna kill my brother and Sakura is like oh guys please don't fight this is not the way it should be I love you Sasuke fuck you Naruto go die in a fucking piece of shit garbage you, you are go die in a, go die in a septic tank you motherfucking cocksucker son of a bitch that's Sakura in a nutshell um and then the finale of the series was basically everything to this point that we thought Naruto was in the first season was already destroyed you know like people just don't train anymore there's no need for training like the only new thing that thing that Naruto actually accomplishes by himself was the fight against pain when he uh, has to learn sage art that was okay like yeah that's some good training you know um, but you know The thing is, the fight with Pain was so divided because the animation was messy, man. Like too messy. If you, if we were spectators in the world of Naruto and we saw that, we were like shin our pants, but not in a good way. Like not in like, wow, look how awesome this is. Wow, so much power. No, no, no. We will, we'll be like. Oh my gosh, what 
the fuck's happening? Look at that guy's face. Oh my gosh, what the fuck is this? How many drugs have I taken? I mean, like, wow. I, do you have one of those pills? One of those brown pills? I, I need that. I need that right now. Come on, man. Give me one. Give me three. I think that's what a Naruto character thinks every day, you know? Uh, so... And then we are showed again that it doesn't matter how a character is like showed to be developed in Naruto because in the end he will be actually like useless. <laughs> And I say this because there's one character that pissed me off a lot. Do you remember Guy Sensei versus Madar? Because I remember that shit. And you know what? That pissed me off. Like, fucking crazy. Like, come on. You can't be serious. This, I'm not watching this. Come on. Please. Please. Just, just, just tell me this is great. This is a nightmare. Please. Come on. You son of a bitch. And yes, it's, it was a nightmare. Like, no. It was not real. That didn't happen. I erased that fight from my mind. Because I am so angry to think that I just saw that. Guy Sensei was a guy that was hyped up along all the series. Because he was so strong as Kakashi. Like, Kakashi is an elite ninja, and his development is great. And it's not even, like, the main character of this story. And his development is better than every single main character that there is in Naruto. Like, his development is greater than Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura, and... Uh, I don't know, fucking... Every single side character, too. Come on, man. Kakashi's development is great. And because, you know, he's already established as a ultra, like, elite ninja from the beginning. So we know what he's capable of. Um, and so Guy Sensei just gets like, okay, guys, this is my time. I promise you. I will beat the hell out of this son of a bitch. <laughs> like, before that fight, Guy Sensei actually said, I will open the 8 gate because I can't stop every single Biju ball. Like, it was like five Bijus, like, launching a giant chakra ball. And he was like, with the 8 gate, I can, like, diminish this shit. I can make this son of a bitch beat like, every single one of these. Uh, monsters will be my whore, you know, like, <laughs> you stupid bitch. Come on, like, it was like that. And just Madara versus Guy since just comes and it's like, oh my gosh, finally, we're, we're the eighth gate. Come on, man. And, like, during this fight, Naruto and Sasuke are actually like are actually like oh yes 
you are the reincarnation of my sons, so you will get uh, this uh, great balls uh, that can uh, black balls that can do a lot of stuff, and you can sense chakra. And the other one is like, oh yeah, and you will get the reincarnation. And uh, what do you want? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the reincarnation is okay. <laughs> I I get it. Like yes, you your genetics are strong as fuck. <laughs> You're the chosen one, my little boy. You're the chosen one. And Gaisense is like, boom, eighth gate. I was like fuming with excitement, and it was a nightmare. <laughs> Watching that fight was a nightmare. I mean, talk. You know. I remember watching a guy on, I mean, I, I think it was uh, YouTube that said, man, when you cannot talk between a character's fight because that like cuts the tension away, like you cannot do that. And then we see like guy since he just makes a normal move and like the people Like Kakashi Lee and I think it was uh, who was it? Uh, Kakashi Lee and uh, there was a third guy. Ah, Minato. There were like three of them talking. Well, guys, since it was just like, oh, and they were like, oh, look at that. Oh yeah, I see. I see. It's it's great. Like the camera cuts off to them talking. While Guy Sensei is showing, like he has 15 minutes to try to defeat Madar, and the camera just focus on the guys that we will see every single episode from, from like now we can see them 600 more episodes, and they will be alive, you know, because they are not sacrificing their lives. I mean, Minato will die somehow, but you get me. And instead. It should be like focused on the fight that is actually going on. What the fuck are you doing? Who the fuck was the animator for this shit? Come on, man! You can't be this serious. Well, uh, after a fight was pointless because in the end, guy sense just like you know, like warns off and technically dies, um, without even defeating Madar. At all, and the abilities of Guy Sensei were shit. I thought we were going to see like truly amazing abilities, but they were sh a little shitty. I gotta say, um, the fight it was a little shitty. Like the fight, I, I think I timed it. It is like three minutes long, and the other 15 minutes is like Minato Lee and. Gosh, talking or something like that. I really, really don't remember because you know it became a trauma in my head, and I don't want to revive that. And the reason I am talking so much about Naruto is because now we'll get to the point. Character development done right. So that will be in the next part of this podcast.
So character development done right. Um, I will take some water because I want and I can. So, um, people, people have emotions, people believe in things, and when you grow up, you start um, creating these thoughts on your head that something's right and something's wrong, and nothing, not even you can change that that something's right and something's wrong is so deep embedded in your system in your brain in your thoughts in your ideologies that you cannot turn that away and why am i saying this because when you are making a character they shall feel human they don't need to be robots if you create a character character and make it like <clears throat> feel like they are robots you know then the problem will be you you are the problem like people will never feel identified with uh, the way that this character is portraying uh, his own thoughts you know um for example so many of us can like identify with a joker like dc joker because he feels everyone in the society is blind and that so many people are so powerful and that chaos would bring everyone together to fight a common enemy and he thinks human cruelty is the way humans always are and he always believes that like he believes that we are all bad but we try to hide it and that's what he wants he wants to, to break us he wants to show us what it is to be alive what it is to be human and we don't see development in the Joker in like in only in the last movie Joker. Like the last Joker movie, like he was developed from the beginning, but from the beginning, but in comic books and in the uh, Arkham Knight, I think was the movie that he was staring. Um, he wasn't developed he was just shown and what i mean is you don't develop the joke you just grab everything you think makes it great and show it in like segments of the movie in the first part of the movie of the movie just show how strategically great he is at making plans for example and the second part of the movie just show how you are 
how cruel he can be, then show how little he cares about humanity, and then show that it's not that he doesn't care about humanity, he just cares about chaos. He likes making people suffer, but he needs people because without them, without happiness, he cannot make chaos. And it is so well like written and so well explicitly shown. Um, that's the way you should make a character. Either like establish a personality and show it through the series or don't establish a personality and make it develop with the series going on. For example, um, <clears throat> and never, never make useless characters. Never. I mean, have you seen Dragon Ball? Krillin, Tenshinhan, Yamcha. Um, like, who else? I mean, Chao. I mean, every single one of them are useless useless even Vegeta uh, is technically useless compared to Goku so oh shit that's the thing um, you always have to have a tool to develop your characters a little further fucking dogs Walking the back in the background. Um, shut the fuck up. Okay, so, um, and then when you are scripting these uh, things that your character has to go for, through, that makes I'm gonna drink some water. Um, that your character needs to, uh, you know, choose between uh, some decisions and things like that. Um, what you gotta do is, like, respect those decisions for the future. Like, you cannot make uh, Batman choose to be the good guy and then kill everyone he encounters. Unless you are trying to establish an anti-hero, but that's something we will not get into. We, like, this character is taking a decision, we will respect that. Like, for example, I remember um, watching, I, I think it was My Hero Academia or One Piece, I don't remember now. Let's say just My Hero Academia. It is pretty popular right now, so I can grab examples from the writing that happens in My Hero Academia and say that it is a pretty well-written show. Come on, man. And um, when Kirishima makes the decision of never stepping back to a fight where someone can get harmed, he 
truly keeps his word. He truly keeps his like decision throughout the series. And that's something that means character development. That's how humans work. If you take a decision, going back is twice as hard as keep going. Um, and you know, when it feels human, like in series, like I would not. So I will stop giving anime examples and let's go to video games. I mean, God of War 4, Kratos and Atreus were so, and I mean, Mimir, like Balak's brother, Balak's, you know, uh, they were so human because in the beginning they established a decision that means going to spread like their mother's The the Atreus mother and Kratos' wife, like ashes in the highest peak of all Majal, uh, of all um, what did you say, of all uh, all the rings and everything. And and in the end, they start this journey and. Kratos realizes that his son is a pussy, and Atreus realizes that his dad is a prick. That's when you establish a connection between the two. Um, and it is like <clears throat> the connection uh, starts developing from moment one when Kratos says, "You're not ready." Like you're not ready. Something like that, and Atreus is like, "I am ready. I am. I am ready." No, I am ready. Then Atreus kills his first person, and he's like, "I shouldn't be doing this." And Kratos is like, "Well, they will not have mercy with you, so you don't need to have mercy with them." And from then on, Atreus is like, "A lot more." Chilly about killing things. Then the giant fight comes, and he's like losing his temper. And Kratos is like, "Don't lose your temper. You will die if you let your emotions take over you." And from then on, Atreus never actually uh, loses his temper. Like he tries to keep calm. And then Kratos is like. Atreus is like, you never listen to me. Like I'm trying to, like help us. I'm trying to make a better relation. And Kratos, from then on, is like, you're right. You're right. Like I'm not listening. I should be doing this. I am your dad. And they start talking a lot more. And Kratos stops responding with the same, like I don't know. You know, he stops that. Answer because now he wants to get into、uh, a conversation because he needs to connect with his son. And throughout a lot of series and throughout a lot of animes, you will see this. You will see、uh, character development done right and character development 
done wrong. And <clears throat> it's not like we cannot tell when it is done right and wrong. It's like sometimes we get lost in this imaginary world of fairies and wizards and you know mythical creatures and we don't actually see what really matters and that is um that are we are humans we're humans i mean we need to sympathize with things and you cannot have a character to be cold like 100% a social path if you want people to watch a series and sympathize with that character the only ones that will like actually like a character like that will be the ones that can connect with the decisions that those characters make like those characters make um And I think that resumes everything that I think about character development at its best, like, and how animation and media uh, can affect our way of viewing a <clears throat> can affect our way of uh, like I want to say like how things end up but it's not like that it's like we see the fight between Lee and Gera and we are like that was a great fight but you know I think it could be done better and then we see the guys in the dark fight and we say there was an awful fight that just threw up one of the most hyped up characters and developed characters in series just for the main character to come and save him it is awful but that's the thing that's what we are talking about we are discussing how the things that we see we hear and we feel make us like sympathize with a character and think higher or lower of that character and we when we see something that doesn't relate to what we been expecting all this time we just get frustrated and I am taking my frustration in a podcast and you're probably just um, listening to this you are listening to this because you think you have frustration too to get out of your system and I think that's great and I think you should do it you should make a side do you should make a podcast you should get your frustration out get your things together and say I'm going to make a video I'm going to make a podcast Thank you for listening. This is the final. This is the finale of this episode. I am a little tired, but it was a great thing to talk about. I don't like it. I like doing podcasts. Maybe every single Sunday I would do something like this. If you don't like it, please just tell me. I don't know how you will communicate with me. Um, but... I will create social media, social media pages, something like that. Maybe I get popular or something. I don't know. Thank you all and goodbye. This was Exit.